Welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast, making health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. So England against Australia today in the Cricket World Cup semi-finals. Yesterday, New Zealand and India battled out for uh, for their place in the in the final, but for me today is the is the big one. And I want to I probably want to upset our, uh, our our Australian listeners just a little bit today because I really I'm a, I love my cricket. I'm passionate about cricket. And um, I'm really, really looking forward to uh, to seeing uh, seeing England uh, win that game. When I say England, I mean it's at the England and Welsh uh, cricket board, and it's uh, and we got we got Irish people, and I think there's probably some South Africans and all sorts of players for us. But um, it's going to be a really exciting uh, day for people that love uh, that love cricket. I suppose what I wanted to do today was just focus a little bit on um, well, what what has success in sport got to do with got to do with health and safety. And I suppose, um, you know, one area you could look at, I suppose there's uh, people that are, that are getting paid a lot of money and, um, you know, sometimes they talk a bit of rubbish. Sometimes they don't perform very well. And you can get that, uh, you can get that in, in health and safety uh, a little bit. You know, people that, that really, really don't, uh, don't deliver. But the people that really do deliver are the ones that are most successful. So, so when we're looking at well, what have, uh, you know, what have really, really successful people in sport got to do well they've got a number of traits okay and uh, and the sort of things they have is, is maybe a good work ethic often there's some great team spirit people with excellent skills experience good communicators there's often some good management sitting behind the teams that are most successful but also some good planning and you have a clear strategy um, and the ability to respond to crisis quickly efficiently um, and also a, a, a sprinkling of luck and 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 if you want to be successful at health and safety, then really you've got to apply exactly the same traits, exactly the same logic. So let's have a chat through some of those. You know, good work ethic. Well, you know, I suppose it's, it's often associated with people that are being proud of their environment and their business they work for. And to be proud of your workplace, you know, people need to respect it. You know, but I would ask, you know, is it worthy of respect? You know, what are the physical conditions of things like welfare and toilets? They're often the things that let, uh, let organisations down, um, you know, really, really uh, uh, regularly. And, 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 and those are the places that, uh, you know, often give a really, really good indication of where, of where an organisation is if, if, if those, um, um, you know, if those environments aren't very good. You know, I'll often open up a, open up a, um, a fridge. And if you open up a fridge in a canteen, and it's just filthy, and it's mucky, and it's 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 full of old old milk and old food and things like that. It's just telling you that the people aren't really caring that much about their environment, and 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 so maybe they should be focusing on it a little bit. And also, you know, when was the last time you 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 know you did give the offices a lick of paint? You know, invest in in a good environment, and and, and productivity will improve. Your team spirit, you know, um, encourage your workforce to work as a team. You know, get them to look out for each other and empower them to challenge their own behaviour, but also that of their colleagues and their managers. You know, they should be able to challenge up the line just as much as, a, as across and down and down the line. You know, reward good practice and good performance. You know, don't just criticise all the time. You know, when was the last time you actually said well done to somebody? You know, well, make it a habit. You know, if you can say, if you can say well done five times more frequently than you can, you can actually criticise somebody then you're going to be in a much, much better place. And if you can get people around you doing the same, hey, you know, I'm not just talking about going around patting everybody on the back, but, you know, good performance is, is worthy of support. You know, tell people, tell people when they've done well. 
invest in your in your employees, not just with training, but but also with time. You know, go out and talk to people. Go out when things are working well. Don't just wait for problems, but go out and find how do people do things well. Because if you know how they do it well, then you can start to you can start to repeat it. You know, what was done well last Friday, if we repeat it again today, then we're gonna have a great day as well. So, you know, a good behaviour encourages better behaviour. Development is important, you know, so you've got to invest in people, you know, but investment isn't just about sending them away on courses, it's about it's about listening. Um but if you are gonna get people on on training and if you are gonna develop people, you know, well, how good is your training plan? You know, and is it being followed? When was the last time you sat down and you really said, right, let's have a look at the skills that our individuals in our workplace have got and let's um you know, let's look to improve, let's look to develop. Let's look to make our, you know, our, our people the important uh, element of our business. And also, you know, do the employees have ownership to actually make the training happen? You know, I see loads of times that people have had training identified and then you go back a year later or how did it go? Well, it never happened. It never got delivered. Well, we'll put some onus on them to push through, you know, to keep, you know, to keep on the management's back to, uh, to get the training sorted, to get the training delivered. Um, communication. Get communication working with your employees. You know, have you got a health and safety committee? Do you do pre-start briefings? You know, when was the last time that you got a group of people together and you just sat down and talked? Sometimes we just end up doing so much doing that we forget to actually communicate in a positive way. Everything that we ever talk about is just about production, productivity, getting stuff out the gate. Well, sometimes it's, it's, it's really, really beneficial just to take that step back and just sit down and just chat about, well, how, how are things? You know, how is, how is the workplace? You know, do people enjoy being here? Do you enjoy working in this environment? Because if people enjoy working in the environment, then they're going to work better. They're going to work a lot, lot harder for you. And also involve your workforce in the key decisions on site development. You know, if there's new equipment that's going to be, be purchased, then get them involved in the selection process. You know, where's it going to be positioned? How's it going to impact on things like traffic management, moving around the site, just walking around the site? On things like risk assessment, get your employees involved in the risk assessment process because all of this is good, it's good communication process. Good management and good planning was the next area. Well, you know, a lot of it is about is about leading from the front, but, um, you know, wearing the correct PPE. I suppose every time a manager goes out into the workplace and they, they set the standards for that day, and if they decide, you know, not to, uh, you know, not to perform at a particularly high standard, then that's going to reflect on on everybody else um, around them. You know, so it's really, really important that when you when you walk out into that environment, you're looking to do your your best. But it's also about encouraging your employees to do their best. It's about getting them to a stage where they are comfortable to push back at you. If they see something that's not quite right in your attitude or your behaviour, and for you not to be unhappy about it, for you actually to be really, really pleased that they have got the confidence to push back at you. You know, just don't don't compromise yourself. You know, aim aim high. And, you know, on a planning side of things, well, have you got a, a health and safety business plan? You know, or or how does health and safety feature in your business plan? Because it's not about having it separate. It's not about having it sitting to one side necessarily. It's about, yeah, well, when we're improving our business, the things that we're looking to do to really, really drive our business forward, health and safety is going to be a key part of the decisions that we make. 
you know, when you're setting your, your targets for things like, I don't know, like training and inspection and auditing and meetings and things like that, make them realistic, but then stick to them, you know, and report on them, report on them on a, on a routine basis and, and let your, your workforce see that you actually are treating it as importantly as everything else that you do. And, and when things are found, you know, when, when audits are undertaken or when inspections are undertaken and things are found that aren't quite right, then have a really, really clear process for actually feeding back to your, to your team on how, how the improvements are progressing, you know, when they're going to, um, when they're going to be completed. Um, the strategy for responding to, to crisis, I suppose this comes down to your, your, your emergency action plan, you know, and, and I suppose, have you, have you got one? Have you got one that you understand that you're clear with? When was the last time that you actually did a drill to actually see if it's uh, if it's effective, if it's um, if it's working? A few years ago, um, I w- had to investigate an incident where where it took over half an hour for an ambulance to arrive at site, and the reason it took so long was because the postcode on the on the emergency procedure was wrong, and the ambulance went to the wrong place. So something really really simple as that, you know, just check out your notice board, make sure the information that's up there is okay. And then test the uh, test the process to ensure that it's uh, you know sure that it's um, effective. And last thing, sprinkling the luck. Well, you know when, when you when you really really fundamentally look at health and safety performance um, in your in your um, workplace, then 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 luck is 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 there. But the the more you can practice, then the, the luckier you get. Um, it was it was a Gary Player I think said that many many years ago. And um, and so it's about it's, I suppose it's about having system in place to manage the risks in your business that that can be really really significant. So so if if you've got some, if you've got an activity where the, the downside of doing that activity could be that somebody is uh, somebody could die, then then you don't really want to be relying on luck. If that's going to, uh, you know, if the controls are going to work effectively, what you've got to do is you've got to put in some checks and some balances to make sure that the controls that you want in your workplace to, to protect people from that risk are there. So, um, you know, so, so just again, just look, just challenge, just, you know, continually strive to improve the way that you do the jobs that have got the most risk in the business. Now, you, you probably haven't got millions to chuck at this, and you, and you don't need to. You know, just get your workforce involved. Encourage them to take some ownership of health and safety for themselves and their colleagues. Most importantly, establish an environment that has a great, great morale, um, you know, where people are continually looking out for each other. And who knows, you, you, you may end up winning, uh, you know, winning your own cup. You know, you're going to win your own, your own World Cup. In summary, get a good work ethic going. You know, get some great team spirit. Make sure that the people that you have have got the right skills and experience to do the job. Regularly communicate. You know, make communication such a fundamental part of what you do. Make sure your management have got lots of good planning in place, and you know, you so you're, you're looking you're looking forward rather than uh, rather than just reacting to uh, to what's happened. But um, with that planning, you know, a clear strategy so that you can respond to crises quickly and efficiently. And, um, you know, and good luck, good luck with this. So, you know, I hope, um, I hope you found this interesting. More importantly, I hope that Australia do suffer an, another, another defeat against England and, uh, and uh, you know, England ultimately go on and beat either uh, New Zealand or uh, India in the, uh, 
in the final next uh, next Sunday. Hey, whatever the results, I'm sure it's going to be great and, and really good luck to all four teams. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. You can follow and engage on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching the Interesting Health and Safety Community or go to www.influentialmg.com. And remember, let's make health and safety as important as everything else we do in business.